Hello and welcome to Patched, I'm your host Paul James and I'm again joined by Jay Parnas. You don't want to know what's no, happened before we started recording. You, you need to stop it. You, you need to give me some warning. because <laughs> no, like just, just as you were saying welcome to, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> okay, so we're going. We're going. This is a great start. Um, so, this month we're talking about season passes. Oh good, we're live. Look, cool. We are live. Hi. This, this is the thing. Welcome to Bucket of this, this shit show continues. <laughs> um, so, we're talking about season passes this month, kind of where they began, where they are now, the development, where we see them going. Yeah, just like the life and, and times. switch like, into serious mode. Oh, the, just. The rise and fall and fall, I would say, of... Flailing. Not wins. flailing, just the, 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 the abject misery that they are now. Um, yeah, just basically what they are and where they've come. So, before we kind of kick it off, it's probably important that we talk about what season pass we have or haven't obtained in the past so yeah sure like have you picked up many over the journey Uh, there's some we have in common like borderlands yes borderlands is probably most notable uh but they're one of the good examples of it burnout paradise i bought bought some season pass content for or at least you know some some dlc that was eventually created into a season pass or the effectively what was a so that was very early on so it was kind of before that whole season pass model existed but i bought their piecemeal stuff um, fuck. Not too many though, for the most part. Not yet. Like not. I'm just trying to think. Like I, f- I feel like in the Xbox 360 era, there was a few. See, I picked up. So we spoke about Borderlands. Um, I picked up the one for Skyrim for PS3. Yeah, no. Um, but then that took me. No, actually, I didn't do it for PS3 because they they were having all these DLC problems, so they didn't bundle them up. They just kind of released them all at the end, much cheaper. Yeah. Right. Um. I've gotten some for Assassin's Creed over the journey early on. Um, I've since stopped doing that. But Ubisoft's got a really interesting little strategy at the moment where some, so when they have their different versions of the SKU come out, like you know, they're advertising for pre-order, you've got your stock standard version of the game, mm-hmm. you've got your deluxe edition that might include a statue or whatever it is they're trying to flog off there. And then, and then they've got what they've been dubbing the gold edition, which includes the season pass. Yeah, so that's, that's some of the and stuff kind that's of happening now. It hides a little bit of that. Um, that cost it needs yeah. a little bit of a I too, mean look because they tuck it in the same yeah so like I mean I guess to, to so sort of give that, that framing so I've got that just to be clear with our so we can get to with this particular point I've got that currently pre-ordered for Assassin's Creed Unity and South Park yeah well so the, the, re- the, the reason I'm, well, I'm diverging is because so what what originally was DLC packs obviously they've come from Horse armor at the beginning. What? No, no, no. <laughs> um, it's it's they've they've effectively come from what was expansion packs. Yeah, right. That's that's the original source, I guess, of of the DLC, and then obviously that's then become the season pass, which is you receive our entire season of DLC, yeah. which is basically hey, all the shit we're going to put out for this thing because we're only going to support it for the next six to eight months, and we want to put out some extra stuff so we can get some extra money and not put this on disc for the full product. Uh, and that's kind of where that came from, I guess. So then from there, I guess we started to see the rise of what was known as Game of the Year editions, which is basically... It still happens. Uh, it, yeah, absolutely, the, and yes. The, and in the capacity that you're about to talk about. It, it basically is just the original game and all the season pass stuff are well and truly after the fact that it's been released. And full price again. Back at, yeah, back at full price. So the game and they justify be... it because of the extra content that's now correct. In. And then yeah, and so we sort done of several times. Oh fucking Skyrim. Um, I've yeah. got to because it's an example of no, no, this you're sort right. Of stuff you're right. It is bad way. Um, 
And then I guess you you know you got your HD remakes, which are kind of also like a game of the year edition, but also an upres. Yeah. And then you've got your your current season pass model, I guess, which is where it's almost the game of the year edition, but you're buying it before they even announce what the season pass is. So instead of it being and see that's the weird situation that yeah I'm in at the moment with Assassin's yeah. Creed and South Park where I don't really know what the content is. It was fairly decent value what I was getting there, and I've. I've been happy with Assassin's Creed DLC over the years, so I was happy to do that in that case. South Park, um, hell, I only pre-ordered it because... You're a fan of the franchise. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the franchise. Yeah. And you like the other games. And, right? and it was that was, a che- that was a cheaper season pass than many others that I've seen. So. And is that the like does that one come with the Stick of Truth as well, or do they yes, all come with the Stick of Truth? Uh, I think everything comes with Stick of Truth okay. if you pre-order. Oh, fair enough. That said, I thought you were meant to get a code for it, and... If you are, then I didn't get my code. <laughs> uh, maybe get it. Maybe it was, maybe it was day and date. I don't know. Yeah. It was. Uh, so that's kind of the overarching timeline, I guess, of of what has, like, where season passes have come from and where they are now. Um, but to sort of dive into it, I guess, were there any notable examples, like before the season pass model that were there, that where you were actually buying DLC for games, like that you can remember? Um, I mean, I've I've bought. Yeah, well, like standalone pieces. Yeah. Uh, or yeah. just like piecemeal bits where it's like cosmetics or map packs or... Oh, cosmetics, no. Um, I mean, I bought some little cosmetics for my PlayStation profiles in avatars and that sort of thing. Yeah, no, I'm, but, I mean um, specifically not, game not, DLC. Not, not in-game sort of cosmetic stuff, no. Never? No. That's, that, that doesn't bother me. Um, like, I'm the sort of person that if I get faced with an RPG of some sort and it's your character creation stuff, I'll pick the default, I'll go with the default name, I just move on. Like, that's the character that you kind of conceived in your mind, so I'll go with it. That's fine. Um, so, I, so I don't care too much about that sort of stuff. If um, if I get something free for some reason, um, sure, I might consider it if it looks cool, but I'm okay. not going to go out and pay for it. Sure. Um, All right. Like, well, we, we deliberately... It wasn't until the first slice of Zelda DLC came out. Um, mm-hmm. We deliberately did not buy the season pass for that just because we didn't know what was meant what that first one was going to be like we felt fairly confident that the champion's ballad is that the one at the end of the year no that's this one I think the other one is the, it's the story DLC yeah I'm fairly sure that was the one that was called the champion's ballad oh the champion's ballad yes yeah. no the, this like, one's like we're, the we're mas- supremely like confident that's going to be fine or yeah that's like the that? one yeah masters masters like champion master um, sorry we're, we're super confident master that quest. The, that's yeah. what it was we're super confident that the main portion of DLC at the end of the year, this, that story one, that'll be great. But we were a little bit iffy as to what this one would be. We waited to see what the, the right. vibe was from people. Then we're like, because Nintendo aren't selling that piecemeal. No, it's, it's season pass, yeah, that's yeah. it. But was so there any- once, once we saw that, it was good. We are like, okay, cool. We got that. Guarantees our download at the end of the year and the free Nintendo Switch shirt and all that sort of rubbish they gave us. Was there anything back in like the early... 360 PS3 era that you bought into. Are you still talking cosmetic, cosmetic, or just 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 in general? Like, like it doesn't have to be cosmetic. Like, it could be story DLC. But was there anything? Yeah, I picked up some dif- uh, like standalone like story DLC like before the season pass concept was there. Was yeah, I did things like um, the epilogue for the the tomb, uh, not tomb raider, uh, 2008 Prince of Persia game, the one that basically they didn't have the ending. Like the ending was was that the cell shaded? Yeah. Which was a great game, but that that, yeah, right. that ending was just like the fact that they kind of basically made you pay to Extra. to get the ending was ridiculous. Yeah, right. Um, and that was an example of Ubisoft doing the wrong thing in that particular scenario. Sure. Um, 
Fair enough. There wasn't that many I got, but it's only really, like for me, the most part, I I'm not a big multiplayer person, so I don't really get map packs or anything like that. I don't care about the cosmetics, so really it only comes down to story DLC. Content. So... Like real, like real content. Yeah. Like, like for, for me, obviously, like some of the Burnout Paradise stuff, it's obviously not story content. Yeah, but... It's a fucking racing game, but... It's, but, but it's more was, of what you're looking for in that. Yeah, game. like it was another, it was an island with like all the same sort of... Yeah, so that's, gates that's and the billboards and that's jumps. The and, version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so for me, like I picked up, yeah, I picked up Skyrim DLCs. <clears throat> I picked up The Last of Us Left Behind. Those sorts of experiences that were more missions or whatever it is, that was the sort of stuff I was looking for. So I had no problem doing well, that. Well, then that's I why guess we, that's why we jumped on Borderlands. There's also everything was in that Borderlands DLC, whether it was Eve Two or um, the pre sequel or even the original. The original it was, was just more. I actually of the stuff that you liked. I bought the, the original because the the original some of the pieces of DLC were actually you could buy them on disc and I remember loading them that's up onto the your version. yeah, yeah I, that's the version I think I've got I, I sneakily added yeah. some to your 360 but appreciate that yeah. sorry Randy ah fuck it put it on disc you're gonna abuse it like it's your fault um and no not sorry tell us more about Borderlands 3 fuck you um <laughs> but basically with 2019 there's also sorry to, to add something to the timeline that I mentioned before there's also the the mini full-fledged game like the mini game like the Far Cry 3 Blood Dragons of the world oh yeah I've picked up those sorts, sorts and the, of things you know, as well, the old but, bloods but that's right like like that, that. So that is just a, another game standalone like, yeah. wasn't the was The Last of Us one of those Left Behind became a standalone thing afterwards yep yeah, okay. um, but it was originally actually I think the edition I picked up might have had a season pass in it okay but I, but I even consider that a bit of an out. Like I wasn't picking up that edition because hey, it's got a season pass. I picked that up, picked up that version because I'm up Naughty Dog's ass. It's true. Um, so oh, I'm not going to. I think they're the best developer in the world, but I am up their ass. So, um, but I, I picked it up because like, I want this game. I love Uncharted. I love what they do. Don't like Crash One. Check out last week's episode for that. Um, but everything they do is gold in my eyes for the most part. So. Um, I was just like, I'll, just, I'll get this edition. This is the you've never, you've never biggest fan original edition. Crash one. No, so my mind could change. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> um, just to, I haven't played CTR. Just to either. retain your in sphincter mode, yeah. just to ensure that the, there's no questions yeah. left unasked. Um, so moving moving on to like the sort of, I guess what you would call almost the golden age of like season passes, where they were very much like divorced from the game they were very much they had to work for your money at that point so you're thinking like your Fallout 3s there was your, your big there was your Borderlands big Borderlands 2 there, so then those there, there, there was yeah they, they they really did and they really had to work very hard um, like the Minerva's Den EA did some dodgy things that basically put a lot of people offside they and, did um, and Capcom as well scenarios where you bought the season pass but the content was already on the disc yes and so basically was, you just paid to unlock the stuff that was already yeah, on the disc, which is now the, now it doesn't really happen. Now it totally happens. Now now your discs are installs, so whether you like it or not, it's there. Um, it's just what, like I spoke about in last week's episode, the crash thing. There was no download when I downloaded that level. That was on disc clearly, but um, but whatever, no, that's fine. But yeah, I mean, at, at that point, I feel like we were looking at DLC content like that was really meaty and and worth your time like some of the Borderlands 2 DLCs some of the best content in the game oh, Tiny Tina's DLC campaign that is Mr. Fantastic. Torg's DLC campaign they are 
arguably better than large chunks of the main game yeah. itself, um, just with how irreverent and interesting they are. Um, obviously, Minerva's Den, a lot of people would say that that's better than Bioshock 2 in yes. and of itself. Yeah, and that's kind of what um, fueled Steve Gaynor and co to go off and create their own studio, which produced Gone Home. So Yeah. Um, uh, and then you've got, obviously, stuff like you know, Fallout 3, which, you know, there was quite a lot of yeah. acclaim for, for... And really well received, that deal. Yeah. Um, New Vegas had some stuff, but that was less well received. Skyrim's um, was really well received. Grand Theft um, Auto 4. Yeah, Ballad of Gay Tony and Liberty Lost City of the Stories. Um, and Fives had a lot of multiplayer stuff. It no has. Story. I think I they, mean, I'm fairly sure they said there was going to be some at some point, and it just... They just never addressed it again. Yeah. Red Dead. Undead Nightmare. Undead Nightmare, which I guess that falls into the standalone category yeah. of the, the blood dragons of the world. Um, yeah, I mean... Sorry if you hear some noise here. It's just started raining. raining yeah, outside, welcome so. to winter. Um, which, coming from an American summer in the last few weeks... It's been a bit jarring. <laughs> mate, it's rough. <laughs> um, I'll be doing the opposite at the end of the year. So. Yeah, it's true. Um... We'll see what happens for Patchwork and God. <laughs> um, yeah, it, look, it's... So where do we see season passes headed, given that the current state is, let's try and squeeze them into our collector's edition well, as we can? But that's the thing. I feel like you're getting less bang for your buck, and people are referring to them less and less as a season pass. And, and what they are referring to a season pass is just assumed content. It's just, oh, yeah, we're going to continue this story, or, oh, they'll be after the final mission story started like it's it's like we're going to continue it but it's also going to be throw away enough that you we're not going to force you to buy it does that yeah. make sense like it it's this re it's this really weird non-committal non-committal but also hey we you should really pay for this and you should buy our collector's edition so that it, it's going to come with that you get it for free hey man it's cool right and a lot of the time they're not telling you what's in it like you'll have things like even um Watch Dogs 2 had that where they yeah. they said, yep, yeah, we're going to have three mission-based DLC packs as a part of this season pass. They didn't tell anyone what they were or what the content was going to be and they slowly rolled that out yeah. and, and things like that. Not that, like, I really like that game, but because of things like that, I was definitely opposed to buying season passes. There's, there's like a lot that. of a trust thing. Like, if you get burnt by someone, you're less likely to trust them when they roll out and go, look, we're not really telling you that much about it, but he, like yeah. Batman, they told us nothing. People bought season passes and knew nothing about what was going to be in it, and then people were not happy with the content that came yeah. out. Um, so they did more to kind of make up for it, but damage was done perception-wise at that point. Well, um, it's coming down. Yeah, it's really starting to come down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, um, well, look, it's... I don't know. Look, I, I would be happy to see... Nintendo does good stuff. The Zelda stuff's been good. What they did with Mario Kart 8 on, yeah, but the, on the Wii U... They're still, they're still new to the yeah. entire idea of yeah. downloadable content whatsoever. That's because like, they've, for the longest time, not had a functional internet. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you could you can say their stuff is good, but look at the Smash Brothers stuff. Yeah. Look at how that was awkward. And you had, like, the character yeah, packs... The rollout was awkward. Um, but also the, the way that the character packs were priced and what they were charging you for was very dubious. Yeah. Like, they couldn't just be like, cool, just buy everything or don't buy anything. Like, you could either buy the individual characters piecemeal, but you couldn't buy some of the other content that would come with it um, if you bought them three as a, as a team. Because they did them as groups of three, I believe, three or four. And then there was also some me stuff, but you wouldn't get the full list of me stuff unless you bought the bundle. Like, yeah. there, there's... Like, everyone's done dodgy stuff. It's not... 
like it's not new to anyone because people get away with it and yeah. because of what I feel like is the decline of the real quality of it I, I feel like you know I mean there are definitely exceptions to that obviously oh, like, yeah. like The Witcher for example yeah have right. not gone this yeah sorry I don't know how I went this long without talking about that yeah the best game of the generation so so far so far um, oh well I know I haven't spent nearly enough time with Zelda yet that's another one that should be in that pile that's actually. true um it's look. It's. A, it, I think it should probably just go away. I think we should go back to square one and just have expansion packs. I just don't know if we can at this point. I. I feel like we are in the best situation too because everything is digital now. Like I feel like being like having digital expansion packs to games is the best way of just just make it either either have a a game where you are planning to constantly update it for free. And then charge for some paid stuff, kind of like Diablo or, or Overwatch. Obviously, Overwatch hasn't done the paid part of that yet, but have a game that you plan on supporting for multiple years and very much space out your cost or barrier for entry. Yeah. Or cluster everything together and fucking just go. Just have the one big expansion and that's it. You're done. Like, none of this, oh, we're going to do season one and it's going to have two campaign packs and then then you're not going to get told what that is and then it's two hours a piece and yeah. then next year they're like hey season two it's going to have three contact packs this time and they're all one hour you're long you're getting a like few more of those sorts of things when it comes to multiplayer games so I, I think about like uh, Destiny well you got Destiny but uh, the one that really sprung to mind was um, Rainbow Six Siege yep they've had year one and they've but they've outlined the entire year like this is what you're going to get yours to then decide what you want to do with that information yeah. did the same thing with year two like and here's here's our plan for the year we may not hit these dates to the letter but like this is our roll, roll out plan for the year this yeah. is what you'll get if you but that's this. different that's i, I think that's that's a support I, and, and i would say the same about hitman last year yes hitman I mean, was, that was an episodic structure but yeah but i mean they still had more rolling out in the meantime as well they did that, like the, but, the, but all the of that stuff was free timed hits or whatever they were the yeah the elusive target that's like yeah but but all of that was free of charge like once okay. you once you had bought in to get the base game, and that's it. You would, yeah. Like well, so that's the thing. Once you purchased the game, the way that the episodic was done was that you would get all those DLC, like you would get all those DLC packs, but also all the little bits in between that they were supporting. So what I'm saying, either have your game be a long term supported product, or do an expansion pack. I feel like those are two. Like episodics fall under a game that is supported for a period yep. of time, in my opinion. Like, yes, you could argue, well, it's not a full game until all the content's released. Sure, that's fine. Splitting hairs, but fine. But what I mean is either... You need to go either way. I don't... Where we're at the middle is not... It's it's this murky... Yeah, grey area. Grey area where, where companies can get away with asking for a chunk of money for a game that's a high-profile game and then really under-deliver. Yeah, and they can... And, and they can... Brand. To, yeah. yeah, and and so it's either okay, you charge for your expansion pack in the same way you would charge for your game. Just say, hey, it's this full priced add on product. Like for example, like a Street Fighter to a Super Street Fighter. That super add on is just an add on. None of this, like I have to buy my characters piecemeal or, or season pass of this season of characters or any of that sort of stuff. If you want to upgrade your game or give me a one point five of this game. Give me an expansion pack, and I will. I'll, if I want to buy it, I'll buy it. Yeah. 
you know, maybe include some demo stuff with it, like you would with a full game, where it's like, okay, if I want to test this new stuff and see if it's for me, go for it. I think that's probably where we should go. I don't think that's where we will, because that's not economically yeah, sound. Yeah, feasible for the, some of these big in, in other words, it's like, it's, it's not, we, like, you can't bleed people for money easily yeah. with that. I think that's the... Oh, given our previous talk, uh, some of our conversations in our last week, I think we really need to talk about micro, microtransactions at some point. But just yeah, because we start, all of a sudden we're starting to hit some of these similar beats. Yeah, so. but it's true. But I feel like microtransactions, like I was saying in our last episode, last it's I, I feel like they've lightened up on that in a way that they've not done with season passes. Like yeah. microtransactions feel like... <laughs> when they're unjust or unkind microtransactions they stick out these days because it's not very common yeah we've we've been and gone past that era of hey you you want to get free materials to to build your weapons up with just pay us a couple dollars you know hey you want praxis points for your fucking deus ex yeah give us a couple dollars you can buy experience points yeah I know ridiculous that. like I feel like we're past that now you know what I mean like I feel like that's I don't think anyone would get away with that now yeah. because it's too obvious. The pay-to-win sort of thing. Yeah, and, and I feel like that there have been so many other games now where the microtransactions have been fair, just, and also generous in providing some of that paid economy to the players for free. I feel like you wouldn't be able to get away with that now. Yeah, Whereas with season passes, there hasn't been that graciousness, that, yeah. that kindness to the player yet for people to call people out on their bullshit. Yep, and I think sense. when that does happen, and whoever does it will be heroed forever. When it does happen, I feel like that's when we'll see the dramatic shift that we really need to have, because the idea of a season pass it doesn't even fit the name anymore. Like a season yeah. pass was you're buying into like a TV series worth of extra yeah. content, and you're not. You're not. No, so, like you're here's getting... a, here's some cosmetic stuff. Here's one single player level. Here's some multiplayer maps. It's that's Enjoy. yeah. That's not a season. That's like. That's like channel surfing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's you're getting such a mixed bag. It's like like putting that under the guise of an expansion pack makes way more sense because it's you're hitting all these different beats and yeah. you just cluster it all together. It's, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Like that's that's where I see that should go. No, I think I think we're largely on the same page there. Actually. Yeah. I just yeah. It's just a shame that I don't think we will. Um, so I guess as we wrap things up, I might ask you guys, the viewers, if you've got any um, any games or franchises that we've not thought of as examples of really good use of season passes or really poor ones, or horror let, stories, let us know down, sure. down the bottom. Because we rattled off a few things that sprung to mind, probably because we had a vested interest in whatever that game was. Yeah. But there's some others that maybe you felt burnt by. So let us know down there what you think. Or, you know, you feel in, like enraptured by, like, like yeah. just completely. Good, bad, or otherwise. Yeah, yeah for let sure. Us know. Um, for sure and Borderlands yes we all agree Borderlands is awesome um, yeah and, and look that like the, the Handsome Collection and like the Bioshock Collection and all those sorts of games where they have collected everything and they also add in the DLCs the DL, yeah the DLCs you can like it's it's really when those come to the forefront that you can actually see season passes that have had significant value and ones that yeah. haven't like you can you can see that like adding in the Season Pass DLC for Bioshock 1, not really didn't, that great value. But when you start talking about Minerva's Den on top of Bioshock 2, and also, you know, the Bioshock 3 and... Yeah, sorry, Infinite. Yeah, that's right, not 3. There was no 3. Um, and, like, again, Borderlands, like, adding all those stuff together, 
you, you really, start to see that value that was there. Yeah, exactly. And you start to see why people pay. And like I remember, it was like forty bucks for the, the season pass for Borderlands, and that came with. But we didn't he- we didn't hesitate. No, because that came with they said right out the gate that comes with four content packs. Now with the pre sequel, and they, they said what those were too. That's right. With the pre sequel, on the other hand, they didn't do that. Yeah, they said four. And content I think it's because they didn't know. Well, and two of those two of those contact packs were just a playable character. Yeah. There was no story missions whatsoever. It was just, hey, here's a new playable class, and that's when people started to get burnt by that. Yeah. So that's why, for example, I bought the season pass without hesitation for Borderlands Two. Didn't touch it for the pre sequel. Yeah. So. So, like I said, let us know down the bottom there if there's any that you like or dislike um, make sure to visit player2.net.au for all the awesome written content uh, hit the site for all the stuff if you've checked out last week's episode you'll know what I'm talking about when it comes to the player2 marathon um, Paul James P2 on Twitter player2au on Twitter um, Jay doesn't do Twitter no but if you go to uh, player2.net.au slash DLC you'll be able to purchase our season pass coming out next month yeah no not really <laughs> You might want to buy that. Or money, grab you. You might want to buy that web address, man. <laughs> I'll create a little feature tab. Matt will hate me. But he's not in the country at the moment, so he doesn't know what's going on. Sorry, mate. Uh, so, until next week, thank you very much for watching. We'll see you later. Peace.